I'm really fucking sick. I'm back at 311. And Marilyn Manson. I wish someone would break his fucking neck. And what about Bush? And Lane, I'm so racist. And talk about pretentious. Why don't they just broke in with all the map? Every now and then, I turn it on again. But it's great to see that the radio still sucks. Okay, um, well, this is the Decibel Geek Podcast, and I am Aaron Camaro, and Chris Sinzak's right there. You called me over here, and what are we doing, man? We're we're caught up. I mean, what I, what are we doing today? I'm being a slave driver. Why? Because we've we're stuck at volume 19 of the Radio Sucks Radio Show. Holy shit, 19? And we got to get to 20. We're not at 19. Yes. We're at like 12 or something, no, right? We've done 19 of them. Holy shit. We've been lazy 19 times and not come up with a theme <laughs> or a topic. But that's the beauty about Radio Sucks, I yeah. guess, you know, but I'm not I'm not ready to do a show today. Well, too bad. We're doing it anyway. So are you ready? Yeah, I've got notes and everything. I don't have nothing. Okay, well, you have your iPod sitting there. I do. Yeah. So pick songs. Okay, I will. I kind of like playing this asshole role. It's kind of cool. I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> it's fun for me. I hope this turns out good. Okay. All right, you're, you're the boss, man. Grab the steering wheel. Let's take it. Yeah, I thought we'd play, um, just play some tunes that we want to play. Okay, that's cool. Because it's the beauty I, of it. You my, pick whatever you want. My iPod's full of songs that the radio station won't play that's that are true. really damn good songs. How so. many songs do you have on that thing? Um. Well, you know, it's kind of sad because at one point... I had a whole shitload of songs on here, and then I had something go funny with my iPod. Let me give you the, the official number as it stands right now. Oh, I got to go to songs. Hang on. All right, let's see. My official number, and go through the Ys and the Zs and the numbers, 400, 447 songs. It used to be a lot more than that, 4,000? Yeah, 4,447 songs. It used to have like 6,000. I know, and then something happened to my iPod one day. I hit the wrong button, and half of my shit was gone, you know? Oh, so man. I'm starting over now. It's At first, I was heartbroken, but now it's it's kind of fun because I'm getting to redo things. But I'm thinking you can find five songs to play. <laughs> out of 4,447? Yeah, I'm sure I could pick out five. Guys, that's the beauty of doing this type of show is because we get to kind of just kick back and play some stuff. And I do have one pick that, like, uh, you know, a while back I just asked listeners for suggestions for some songs to play. And I did pick one of them for it. But okay. um, a lot of it is also just off-the-cuff tops thing, and actually me doing a kind of going through a kiss message board thing led to me connecting one song to another song and an artist to another artist and you'll see but it's, it's a cool little mystery that i kind of figured out okay cool so um you know what i love about radio sucks radio show cool. and even what? more about the decibel geek podcast is the fact that i actually worked at corporate radio at one time you know and mm -hmm. it as great as that was you know there were some really shitty times there because I couldn't cut loose, you know, and I there was no way I could pull out and just say, "Hey, I'm just going to play some random songs today." And that's the point you know? of today. And that's what yeah. this that's what makes this so great, and that's what I love about the Decibel Geek yeah. podcast so much. People ask me and I say, "You know, Decibel Geek podcast is the radio show that I've always wanted to do but was never allowed to do." Right. So that's why I love it. So I'm telling you to pick five songs of whatever you want to play. And I'm telling you I love it. Okay. And good. I will. We're understood. Damn it. But I don't want to play whatever I want. No, I, <laughs> I want to play what the top corporations in the United States tell me to play. Right. <laughs> uh, so do you, you want to go first? Um. Okay. All I right. guess so. All go right. First. So I'm just going to go on shuffle here. Oh, wait. Before we do that, we got to do Geeks of the Week. Okay. All right. 
Miguel Nunez, Danny Allen Clark, David Alpazar, Nick Tavellis, Devin Fox, Robert DePasqua, Joe Lascon, Joe Royland, Jason Thomas Broderick, Scott Ollinger, Jay- Shane Aber, Kynan O'Meara, Brent Walter, Warren Money, Billy Hardaway, Derek Novak, Jeff Hoagland, Mark Allen Taylor, Ian Wiley of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, Brent Tibbetts, Mike Blunt, James Brendan Dunn, Brian Knapp, JTB's Groovy Record Room, Wayne Newburn, Jat, Chad Pollock, Rock and Roll GPS, Twit Earl, Barasite, Hoops, Daniel Chaput, DC, Raw Magazine, Hot Metal Magazine, Loudmouth, Faces Rocks Magazines, and Music Mags and Wax. And that is Geeks of the Week. Thank you all that share and retweet on Facebook and Twitter. You know, we really couldn't do this show without the people that, you know, one, share and retweet, you know, the links to each show that we do every single week. You know, two, leave awesome reviews for us on iTunes. Yes. Three, hit the donation button at www.decibelgeek.com. They buy the, D- the T-shirts at decibelgeek.com. You know, yep. those people help us out, you know, and just are all around, you know, supporters. You know, it's it's fantastic that we started this show over three years ago now, and, you know, the, the support has yeah. been so great for us. And it just, it warms my heart so much. You know, it's yeah. fantastic. I, yeah, I never expected it to get to where it is now. I mean, it, it, typically I figured we'd be talking to each other and that'd be it. But, you know, the fact that people from all over the world listen, it's just, yeah, we love you guys. We really appreciate it. Right on. So, okay, I just I guess I'm just going to hit shuffle here and see what we come up with. Okay, cool. All right, what's Here, your first Here's one? a good place to start. <laughs> now this I'm scared. Is, this is very strange. Okay. All right, so we're going to start off with one from a band called Poison. Yeah, there's plenty of Poison on my iPod. This is a great one. You guys probably haven't heard this one. It's not Unskinny skinny Bop. Thank God. It's not Every Rose Has Its Thorn. It's not, you know, all them popular songs, you know, Your Mama Can't Dance and all that. This is one that you're really going to dig that you maybe haven't heard before, and this is an album that I would love to do an album's unleashed on. I'm talking about Crack a Smile. It's a great album. Yeah, it is. So here you go. Blue Saracino with yep. Poison. Here's a tune called Mr. Smiley.
interesting you mentioned doing uh, albums unleashed on that because I've had that same thought myself. We yeah. should maybe see if Blues wants to come on the show and do that it. That would be kick ass. I would love to do albums unleashed on Crack a Smile with Blue Sarah It'd be interesting How to get cool his take on, and also get his take on his brief experience with poison there you go if you know blue saracino put in a good word for us we'd love to have him on the show albums unleashed crack a smile how cool would that be mr smiley you're cool. writing them down as you i go. am because i don't know what aaron's <laughs> gonna play so you guys are really getting kind of behind the scenes here i've got my stuff ready to go but he doesn't but we're you know we're gonna we're gonna give you good songs either way so all right so time for my first pick all right now this is the unraveling of the mystery here Somebody posted on the Kiss FAQ message board, which is one a message board that I read and post on once in a while. I read it's it. Great. I read it all the time. Like it's the ultimate I, Kiss gotten, Geek place. Yeah, I've gotten lost on that page before. Yeah. It's like twenty four hours later. You know, I I got yeah. hair growing on my face and I'm all slunched over. It's like, what happened? Where am I? Yeah. Oh, so I, I know so much about Kiss now. And they talk about not just Kiss stuff, but like stuff related to the members of the band, right? And somebody brought up the uh, artist Bag, which was... Bag, you know, like B-A-G? B-A-G. He was a guy that um, Gene Simmons signed for Simmons Records back in 2005. Do you remember Bag? No. You don't remember a, Bag? Not at all. It was a guy... I remember a, a bag with a dollar sign on it. Oh, yeah. But now this is a guy... This was an artist that Gene was... That Gene signed to his label and was kind of backing for a while. So it's a dude named Bag? It's a guy named Bag, and he wears a bag over his head. And there's all kinds okay. of there's a video with like different facial expressions on the bag, and it's kind of it's, and it's, it's isn't a, that the guy that used to hang out with Ace Frehley and Rush back in the day? I don't know, Mister Bag. Don't you remember that? No, there's a whole story behind this guy. Okay, but but this like this guy he and like the it was released on the album which is called Bag, and it's a guy with like a t-shirt and jeans and like Chuck Taylor sneakers and has a bag over his head, and um. The press release when this came out was if Beck and Bob Dylan had a baby boy and raised him and raised him spoon fed on toxic waste, they would name him Bag. This doesn't sound appealing at all. But the thing is, and this is not really hard rock, but it, the music is actually pretty good. The guy's talented, but the album completely bombed. No one bought this thing at all. I've never even heard of it. And I remember when it came out, and Gene was making a big deal out of it, but like no one had any interest in it. And um, well, when you say it's Beck and Bob Dylan, that about wrecks it for me. Right. But the music is actually pretty good. It's got a good melody. And he uh, bag would go on to co-write If I Had a Gun and Dog for Gene's Asshole solo album. Those are good songs. Yeah. So it's good melodic kind of music. Um, but let's play the song. And then uh, there's more to this mystery because nobody knew who this bag guy was. I really love that song, Dog. This, oh. is, this is bag with a song called I Can't Stand Your Face. I can't stand your face. You're so pretty. You're ugly. I can't stand your mouth when you say that you love me. I can't stand myself for believing everyone of your lies. I can't stand your face. Please turn off the lights. Oh, I used to believe you were perfect for me Such an angel and I couldn't let you go But now I can see you was all in my head And I'm better off dead than with you And I can't stand your face, you're so pretty, you're ugly I can't stand your mouth when you say that you love me and I can't stand myself for believing every one of your lies I can't stand your face, please turn off the lights Oh, 
at you, I can't believe I sleep with you. I don't think I can waste another day of my life. I can't stand your face. I can't stand your mouth when you say that you love me And I can't stand myself for believing every one of your lies I can't stand your face, please turn out the lights I can't stand your face, I can't stand your face You're so pretty, you're ugly I can't stand the way that you take care of me So that's bag. That kind of does remind me of those Gene Simmons songs, like you said. From that the album's got that same vibe to it. It also yeah. reminds me of the old joke. You well, know, you got an ugly woman, you put a bag over her head. Right. That's kind of I think and a, ba- and the a bag over it. yours in case hers falls off. That's right. <laughs> and the album is paper. The album is bag called bag, but I, they should have called it paper or plastic. I think. Yeah, that would have been a good name. About, the, if the, you would have had a second album. The, the video is pretty risque. It's like yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's him with. He's lining up behind this chick, and you know she's in front of him, and uh, he takes a bag and he puts it over her head. <laughs> she's actually kind of hot, though. He shouldn't have done it. But um, there's a mist because, like, like bag kind of other than writing the songs for Gene's asshole album, he just kind of disappeared. Strange. But and people didn't know who he was, but I know who he was. And yeah. I'll get to that in my next pick. Okay. All right. So, so I guess it's back to me and Ziggy here, huh? Yep. Ziggy being the name of my iPod, of course. Uh, influenced in quantum in, leap yeah from quantum leap yeah. you know the wife will say hey look up the i gotta she says so i'll say oh hang on let me ask ziggy yeah you know i just look it up on my ipod but right now ziggy's telling me it's time to play some faster pussycat and you know what i couldn't agree with him more so from the whipped album this was a great one man this was faster pussycats before they kind of went away for a little while before they came back this was their third album like i said it's called whipped and this is a great song it's called made in wonderland
sunset sleaze for you there. Heck yeah, you gotta love it. Ziggy's always right, especially when he's telling me to play some Faster Pussycat and some Poison and good stuff like that. It's another band I wish would come do a Nashville show. You got to see them here, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, well, they played in Murfreesboro, yeah, you, which is kind of outside of Nashville. show but, with Bullet Boys, right? Um, was that with Bullet Boys at the time? Wasn't that the one where, I think where so. Mark Torian was uh, wanted, played a Michael Jackson too? That goofball, man. You know, <laughs> I don't know if I've told this story on the show before, but yeah, you Mark have. Torian's up on Have I? Yeah. Yeah, he does the Michael Jackson instead of Les Paul. He's playing Les Paul, and Les Paul just died today. <laughs> Here's a tribute to somebody we lost. It means a lot to me. Michael Jackson. It's like, what? <laughs> Everybody's lifting their beers going, Les Paul, and he's playing. You're talking about Michael Jackson. But fortunately, Faster Pussycat came out that night and kicked royal ass. That's good. Those guys, you know, I think it's just Tammy Downs, the only original member left. But Probably. I mean, still uh, a great band. Not the drummer that uh, had heroin mailed to himself. No, no. The drummer, I think, <laughs> at last check was Chad Stewart, which is a kick-ass yeah. drummer. They had um, a bass player last year that uh, got so drunk that he, like, fell off the stage or something. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've had know, a lot of it. it it's rock and members. roll, man. You know, yeah. it's what are you going to do? You know, fast pussycat. And we talked to Rich. You know, those one of the most yeah. popular bands on the on the cruise and well, all they that. They have a great so. catalog. Yeah, they do. You they know, got a great catalog. Yeah, and some of that stuff, like Made in Wonderland, yeah, you know, some song. backtrack stuff. Fantastic. Anything by Faster Pussycat. If you don't own it and you love Decibel Geek, you love this kind of music, you need to own all of it, really. Including that last one that came out a bunch of years ago now, but it was called yeah. The Power and the Glory Hole, right. which was a fantastic album Very that cool. nobody ever has heard of because you had to special order it just to get it. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. But I did. As soon as it was available, I was like, bam, here's my money. Send me that damn CD. That's cool. I've been waiting how many years for a new Fast Pussycat album? And now all these years later, same thing. I've been waiting all this time for a new Fast Pussycat album. I'm ready for it. wonder if we're going to get another one. I hope so. I don't know if the world's ready for it, but we sure are. You know, <laughs> we'll play it here on the Decibel Geek podcast. Radio stations sure as hell ain't going to play it, but you know what? Screw them. They don't well, know what the hell's up. As we heard earlier, the world wasn't ready for bag. But, um, <laughs> but I. Obviously not. We're going to find out today if they're ready yet. But I have figured out bag's identity. Okay. And like when he was marketed, the way he was marketed kind of like Beck when Gene came out with him for Simmons Records. Kind of marketed like this is some twenty-something-year-old guy that's you know inappropriate and everything, and you know just uh, is a kind of a outlaw loner or whatever. Well, I found out that Bag is not was not a twenty-something-year-old person when that album came out. No, no. And thanks to the power and the good people at Wikipedia, I figured out who Bag was. Bag is a man named Alex Chuaqui. I hope okay. I'm pronouncing that right. It's not as easy to pronounce as bag. Just call right. it bag. And Alex Chuaqui um, fronted a band from Canada called the Queen City Kids. Okay. And this band formed in high, they were all in high school when they met, and they they the guys started playing together around 1968. Oh wow! And they went through various names of the band, and then they finally got they got signed. Uh, well, then they got they they got pop a little bit popular in uh, in uh, Canada, and then Rush actually helped them secure management right on during the seventies, and um, then they changed their name to Queen City Kids, and they got an album deal. They toured with the likes of April Wine, Ozzy Osbourne, Streetheart, Joan Jett, and the Blue and Blue Oyster Cult. Cool. So they yeah. had a lot of touring with pretty well known bands. They put out two albums. They put out a self titled album in nineteen eighty one and an album called Black Box in 1982. But neither album failed to break through in the U.S. 
Um, Were they, they big in Canada? Not well, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, they broke up, and then Alex would go on to form a band called Straw Dog, which also had good stuff. I almost picked one of their songs. Hmm. And then um, they had Alex is Alex Chuaqui, Kevin Finn on guitars, John L. Donnelly on bass, and Jeff Germain on drums. Jermaine Do- um, and Donnelly would form a band called Love Active, which is also a Canadian band. Um, they were in the B- Queen City Kids were inducted into the Western Canada Music Hall of Fame in 2007, and they still do a play occasional shows. So this is Bag, otherwise known as Alex Chuaqui, with his original band in 1981, doing a song called "Down Again."
there is uh, Bag before he was Bag. I feel like my eyes are rolling up into my head. Like it's just information overload there for a second. But that's fantastic. Somebody, we need to contact Kiss FAQ so they can update their files. Yeah, Julian, uh, update your files. <laughs> but yeah, I found it on Wikipedia somehow. I can't remember how. I just was doing random Google searches to try to figure out who he was, and That's I funny. found it on the Queen City Kids page. Doing this, it. doing this show, it's like you you start digging, you know, and then it's like you know. But we're decibel geeks, you know. We love yeah. hard rock and heavy metal, and we love the stories and, and the information yeah. behind it. And then once once you delve into something like that, you know, you kind of get sucked in. I know I do, I do you know. And yeah. then I end up feeling a lot better about myself after it's over <laughs> because I'm a lot smarter rock and roll style now yeah but i guess kind of cool to hear something he did back in the early 80s but yeah i never when bag came out because i remember when it was new i didn't had no clue it was you know a guy who had had a band in the early 80s and 70s that was was just interesting so it makes me wonder if kiss then maybe was acquainted with that band or that guy way back then it's possible you know know, maybe gene met him on a canadian tour or something be like hey man you remember me and gene's like no and then he took the bag off and said he's like oh yeah Queen City Kids, right? So, uh, yeah, where else are you going to hear Bag and Queen City Kids on a show? That's awesome. So, yeah. Very pretty, cool. I was proud of that. I feel a little smarter now. Cool. <laughs> All, All right, right, Ziggy, what do we got next year? Oh, yeah, here's a good one. Um, since I don't have any notes and don't have any information, I'm just going to tell you this is a kick-ass band from Baltimore, Maryland, just because I know that off the top of my head. Kicks? No, actually, I was talking about Clutch. Oh, okay. Which is another. Kicks is a good band, too. You know, yeah. we keep shuffling through Ziggy here. Some kicks will definitely come up eventually. But right now I'm going to go with Clutch. This one came off the album called The Elephant Riders, which is one of my absolute favorite album. Clutch albums. I mean, they're all damn good, but that's one of my favorites. And this is a song called Eight Times Over, Miss October. Good God Almighty, we were planning for 
Yeah. That guy. They haven't played Clutch in a while. You can't go wrong with Clutch. They kick so much ass. Good stuff from Baltimore. I feel bad because you're like giving information overload, and I'm like, here's a song, here's the album it came off of, and he kicks ass. Enjoy. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> well my, next, my next pick I don't have a ton of information for, but uh, it's a this is a local Nashville band that I've been wanting. You know, I've played them before. I'm going to play them again because they're awesome, and they were awesome opening up for Sebastian Bach recently. When we got to see them, this is a band called The Tip. Uh, oh man, they were awesome live. Yeah the the band is has Benny Carl, Ricky Dover Jr., Dixie Carl, and Drew Aldrich on on bass. I think uh, their motto is "Killing It Wasted." That's nice. their motto. That's um, a good way, good motto. I think uh, our friend Cher Bach is going to be doing some stuff with them, and uh, so yeah, they're uh, they're an awesome rock and roll band. And they're fantastic. They're they local. got the look, they got the sound, they, they got do. the attitude, they got a great name, you know. And honestly, I took we took our wives to the Sebastian Bach show, and when we got done, my wife goes, "I think the tip was better than Sebastian Bach." Really, my wife yep. liked the tip, but no one can tap, top Sebastian Bach in her book. Uh, my wife liked them better. So they've got uh, they've got her vote. So here is the tip with an, a song that they just filmed a video for. This is Welcome to the Night.
So what do you got next? All right, so I'm going back to Ziggy here, and he's telling me up next. Oh, this is a good one. See, this is great because this was one that I almost included in our best 2013 or 2014 show we did not all that long ago, I guess. Yeah. Has it been that long already? Yeah, I, I, guess I don't it, know. I, I guess it kind of <laughs> has. <laughs> but this was an album by that came out in 2014 by a guy called Gus G. Gus yeah. G is an amazing guitar, guitar player. player. Yeah. This album is damn good, especially the songs that feature a lead vocalist by the name of Matt's Levin. You know who that is? Mm-mm. Me neither. All I know is he kicks serious ass when he sings, and Gus G is always rocking that guitar. This album, which I can't think of the name right off the top of my head, but it came That's out. Right. I promise you it came out in 2014, but just to prove it to you, here's a great song. You're going to dig this a lot. a lot. So it's, uh, it's Gus G right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast with a tune called My Will Be Done.
Well, Ozzy's uh, long list of amazing guitar players continues with Gus G there. That's Shit, good stuff. Yeah. That's really good, man. That singer, I'm going to have to dig up some more information about that yep. Matt's Levin. I mean, he really rocks it. Gus also plays in a band called Firewind, if that's really good, too, that you should check out. Right on. But, um, yeah, so, all right, so. Uh, this How many is, we got uh, left? I've got one. Do I got one? Uh... I don't know. We'll have to tell. Let me check the notes. Can I, can I have Yeah, one? you've played four. You have one more. Okay, good. Because I've got, got one, one I've been and meaning to play. One. Okay, cool. So, um, actually, I've got two. Never mind. Okay. Oh, God. We're really unprepared, aren't we? <laughs> All right. As professional as it gets, All it's right. the Desperate okay, Podcast. Then. Hey, it's a radio suck show. Okay, so this one I've got a little bit of information for. This is a guy named Monty Pittman. Have you heard of Monty Pittman before? Sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. This was suggested by listener Joey Vancieri. And uh, Monty was born November 5th, 1975, exactly a year to the day ahead of me. Nice. Uh, in Longview, Texas, and then moved to L.A. Took music theory and piano lessons from Dolores Rhodes at the Musonia School of Music in North Hollywood. Oh, yeah, it's Randy Rhodes' mom. Randy Rhodes' mom. Kick ass. And um, he worked as a, at a guitar store as a salesman. Now, this is an interesting story. He eventually quit to start teaching guitar lessons in L.A., and his third student was British film director Guy Ritchie. Okay. He would just received a guitar as a gift from his girlfriend, Madonna. Madonna, yeah, because they ended up getting married, right? Yeah. So Richie later returned the favor buying Madonna her own guitar, and she began taking lessons from Monty Pittman. Oh, wow. So she loved the way he played, and then he eventually got the job as her guitar player. So well, Monty Pittman. That's got to be a hell of a challenge, huh? Being yeah. the lead guitarist in Madonna's he, band. So he starts playing in Madonna's band in 2001. It's like being Gary Corbett and Kiss. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Madonna. You're the guitar player behind the curtain. All right. Well, right now. No, but the, th- the thing is, he, she really allowed his influence to shine through because yeah. um, if you haven't seen it yet, it's really worth YouTubing it because it's really interesting. Monty is a big rock and metal fan growing up, and he got her into Pantera. And oh, wow. Ma- nice. Madonna, there's a clip on YouTube of Madonna playing a new level by Pantera. Like singing it? No, playing the riff on the guitar. Oh, playing the guitar. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right he taught on. he taught her how to play it, and she would do it live. So Madonna uh, is a Pantera fan. Yes. Well, hell, we all learned something so, new here today. Monty Pittman is responsible for making Madonna into a metalhead. Well, hell, man. If that ain't worth getting your song played on Decibel Geek right. Podcast, I don't know what the hell is. Well, another reason, he joined Prong in 2000. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, and then in 2014, he released an album called The Power of Three, produced by Fleming Rasmussen. Okay. So it's a solo album. And this uh, this was a lot of a lot of people were like, why couldn't you play Monty Pittman? Because this was a, a, a an album that came out last year that a lot of people thought we should have played as a best of. Yes. Yeah. Because and this is a boy talk about some amazing guitar playing. This is Monty Pittman from The Power of Three with Before the Morning Sun.
So I guess by now it's a little too late to go back and rework my best of 2014 I know, it's pick. Good, huh? isn't it? <laughs> it's really good, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I was uh, pretty I blown away love by it. that. Yeah, it's awesome. Joey Vancieri, thank you for the suggestion. That's uh, freaking cool. Yeah, I got I to gotta listen to more of that. I've heard him on a couple of podcasts, and he tells a story about the whole working with Madonna thing, and it's just like... It's got to be a trip. That's just a strange story, and then... Yes, I know. did make Madonna rock for a moment. Right. <laughs> if only for a moment it was me, I did that. Well, yeah, this is a, a great musician, you know. Shit, yeah, man, that's cool. I want to hear the rest of that album. Yeah, I'll have to check out more. I'm going to go to uh, Amazon through the Decibel Geek link, I think. That's a good idea. And get that one. Real good idea. Hey, while you're at www.decibelgeek.com, you go ahead and get yourself a Decibel Geek t-shirt. Hey, you want it? You're cool, right? You're cool. You want people to know you're cool. That's the way to do it. Put on that Decibel Geek t-shirt. Then people see you, and they automatically know you're awesome. Exactly. There's no questions, no questions asked. They already know. 
get yourself the t-shirt, hell, you're doing good. Now you need some good music to go along with it. So while you're at decibelgeek.com, you click the Amazon link. It's going to take you right to Amazon.com. Whatever you buy, it doesn't just have to be music. It can be anything. And everything that you buy, you don't have to pay a single penny more for nope. by going through our link. No, it's the same exact thing as if you were doing your shopping anyway. The only difference is, is by going through our link, Amazon, man, those guys are awesome. They're going to give us a little kickback off of everything you buy. Yep. So whatever it is, be it, you know, one of these albums of the bands that we've played today, which we recommend you go out and support these artists because this is the Decibel Geek Podcast. Honestly, at the end of the day, you break it down. What are we? More or less, we're an infomercial for rock and roll. Yeah, we try to be. Pretty much. You know, we, we just want you to get out there and support these bands and artists. It's our job to put them in front of you so you can pick and choose the ones you want to support, which, you know, we try to give you enough to choose from every single time, whether we're prepared or not. So, <laughs> which Chris is, I wasn't, but it all turned That's out funny all right. Way. Yeah, it's 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 all good. It turned out okay, I think. Um, you know, so you go to decibelgeek.com. While you're there, you're also going to find that we're not just a podcast. Oh, no, no. Oh. We've got a whole shitload of writers, top-notch writers. They're writing about rock and roll music, and they are all over the world. Yep. We're talking Australia, Canada, United Ireland. States, Ireland. We've got writers from all over the place, so you're going to get a perspective from all over. If there's a band in Ireland that's about to break that you've not heard of because you live in Cleveland, well, you go to decibelgeek.com, you find out about the article, you read it, you go buy the music through the link, you know, and there you go. You're all hooked up. It's a beautiful thing. It's cylindrical like that. Yeah. Cylindrical? Like, you know, circular. Secu- cyclical. <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce uh, it. I just sorry. know what I think it means. Yeah. It's not English geek. It's decibel geek. <laughs> That's right. It's grammar geek. Oh, man. Let's not do that. So are you going to play the... Um... Well, you know, it wasn't all that long ago we did the Australian deal, you know. <laughs> we did the uh, the Aussie Rocks things, and we, we kind of told the story at the end of the show where I had this band picked out called Black Cat Moan. Right. And I loved it, man. I found I this band, too. and I freaking loved it. I mean, it's really good. The only problem is, is what we realize is they may not be Australian and most likely are from Sweden. They are. So that's what we kind of figured out. So I couldn't include it because it wouldn't make sense to put a Swedish band in there with the Australian rock. Although you show, could do you know? a you could do a Sweden rock's entire podcast. Oh yeah, with all the stuff like we every found single from there. week. Yeah, yeah, every single week you could do one based on just yeah. somebody in Sweden should start a rock and roll podcast. They should. You know, just play local stuff because, you know, there's a lot of kick-ass rock and roll coming out of Sweden. This one was a band that we talked about that day, and I wasn't able to play it because it turns out they're, like I said, not from (laughs) Australia. (laughs) And I'm glad you stopped me because that would have been, like, probably the biggest botch that we'd ever done. Uh, Do an Australian uh, show and then play a band from Sweden and try to pass them off as being Australian. But now you get to play them. They would have caught us. The listeners would have totally caught us and rung us out for it, and we would have deserved it. But Chris and Zach, you're a smart man, and you saved my ass so today on the decibel geek podcast what you get is a band that i i thought (laughs) was formed in sydney in 1989 turns out i was totally wrong and i actually know well there was a band called black hat formed in sydney in 1989 i I could tell you not this one i could tell you all about the band in australia called black cat moan but i couldn't play their music because i don't know i just don't know all i know is there's a band that came out with an album in 1991 the name of the band was black cat moan the name of the album is Black Cat Moan, and the name of the song I'm about to play for you, you guessed it, Black Cat Moan.
more proof that Sweden has great music. Yeah, they do. You know that even going back to the early nineties, that worked out pretty good. And you know what? That song's really good. The rest of the album, and it's available out there on Amazon. You know, like I said, go through the link, go check it out. If you love eighties hard rock kind of music like we do, yeah, and I know you do because otherwise you probably wouldn't be listening to the show. You really ought to go check that out. It's a band you've probably never heard of before today. And I believe, as far as I know, they've only had that. They only came out with that one album. Yeah, I guess so. And, and I know nothing else about this band. So if the writers out there or listeners, you want to hit us up on Facebook.com slash Decibel Geek, that's where the conversation's happening. That's where the Decibel Geek community convenes. You know, that's where we get together and discuss things. Let us know about Black Cat Moan. It's not just me and Chris. It's a community thing here. You guys got to help us out, too. Totally. We're not the smartest guys in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's sad because right at the moment, we're the only we're ones the in the only guys room. in the room. That really says something. <laughs> It's sad. Okay. All right. So so sad. So good. So I got one more to play out with. And um, this is a band that uh, Aaron played uh, a few months ago. Yeah. I think on just a Radio Suck show. I, don't, I can't remember. It's a band called D.A.D. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Disneyland After Dark. Right. Love it. So, you know, and, and like we played Sleeping My Day Away, which is their American hit. Right. And it's a great song. Which a lot of people, which is a great song. I didn't but, know it was their hit when I picked it. I just knew I liked it. And then a lot of listeners said, oh, God, you got to check out more DAD because mm. like they're more than just that song. They got a lot of good songs. So I started listening to that and I checked into it and um, they were, they formed in 1982. They've been around a long time. They're still yeah. around now. Um, they're kind of been described as cow punk meets hard rock. Yeah, you know, I'm not really sure exactly what cow punk means, but I definitely well, it's a little bit of a western type sound on like, some of their stuff. Yeah, a little bit. It's got like that twang a little bit. It's like something you might hear in an old western movie, maybe kind of. And the band, of but the, it's definitely hard rock. Yeah, the members of the band are Jesper Benzer, Jacob Benzer, Stig Peterson, and Lausone. One of those guys has a helmet with sparklers on it. I think that's Jacob. I'm not sure though. But this is uh this is a track from their fourth studio album released on October tenth, nineteen ninety one. This is D A D with a song called D Law from the album Risking It All. And uh we'll see you next week. See ya.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.